Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why women can't find a good man. We will give a definition of a good man. Are women excluding blue collar men? We will utilize the female delusional calculator to determine what chances women have of finding the man of their dreams. Do women know what a good man wants in a partner? Are women waiting too long to secure a good man? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. Welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. And as we did say in the intro, we're going to be talking about why women can't find a good man. Now, several weeks ago, we recorded an episode entitled, Is There a Good Man Problem? And where I was going with that was I was talking about, is there a limited number of these types of men? Meaning for a problem for, for women, meaning like they can't find them. There's just not enough of them. Well, when we went over some of the numbers, basically we found out there's some pretty interesting things. And we, we came to the rationalization that majority of men, uh, at least in a percentile basis, over 50% are single and don't have children. And we just used the African-American community numbers. So the number was more closer to 54%. And that means that more than half of the African-American male population is single with no children. So the next stage is how do we determine whether or not this person is actually a good man, even if he is single with no children? So I went through a few more notes and I came up with an a, a idea and I said, well, let's just look and see exactly what women consider to be a good man. And I got this one definition from an article I pulled and it pretty much kind of sums it up to an extent it says that they want a man to have a decent job. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm not going word for word. They want a man to have a decent job, be good with children and have a religious or spiritual background, sort of be faithful to the partner and don't be physically abusive, which is to me is a, a, a no brainer. I would think that if that's, you know, shouldn't even be something that you have to put down on a thing there, but and they said that they also want them just to be respectful, respectable, respectful to them, to them. So with all that said, that doesn't seem like it's a very difficult thing to find because, you know, most men for to an extent will behave in this way. The issue then becomes, why are there such a hard time? Why are women having such a hard time? Well, when we looked at the job aspect of it, Many people consider a good job, or at least women do, consider a good job as someone who makes anywhere from $80,000 to $100,000 per year, per year. That's considered a decent job in today's modern society. The problem with that number, and if you are a follower of the podcast, is that you will know that a majority of men don't make anywhere near that number. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't make that number at some point because we know that they, in a lot of situations, they can. And we talk about that on the show all the time. Men generally reach that financial prime years at age 45 from about, a, a, it lasts generally a decade. So it goes from about 45 to 55. And this is the decade where you're just pretty much going to make the most money 
over the course of your working career. So a lot of men don't get to these numbers here until they get into their 40s. Obviously, there are exceptions to the rules, but for the most part, those numbers don't show up until later as they get older. We also talked about the number being around 10% of all men in the United States basically make $100,000 a year. It's not a very large number. So with the number being where it is, there's not going to be a lot pertaining to you getting the exact salary that you want if you're looking for a partner or husband. It's not going to line up exactly the way you want it to. You may have to meet somebody who's making a lot less than that. And when they're making less than that, maybe at some point they'll make more, but that, that's not a guarantee. So if salary is very, very important to you and you're only looking for those type of guys, your dating pool is going to get smaller and smaller. Now, in the intro, you heard me talk about the female delusional calculator, and I'm going to get into that in a minute. But we're going to run some numbers using this calculator, and I'm going to, I'm going to preface it on I don't think the calculator is 100% accurate. Uh, and I'll get into all of that a little bit later, but it, it, is, it is making a point. And so that's why I wanted to utilize it for this particular show. Now, are women exclude? Well, with that number, I saying that eighty dollars to $100,000 a year, that's sort of a high standard. That is a high standard that women are looking for in a marriage for someone who, you know, they want to get married to. And so the number of people who are going to fall into that category is going to be a lot smaller. So they're looking for a high standard right off the bat if that's one of the things that they want. And it is one of the things that they did mention in the article. And it has been something that I've also read on multiple occasions pertaining to the dollar amount of salary that women are looking for. Now, a lot of times women will exclude blue collar men. Because there is a assumption that blue collar men don't make a whole lot of money. And I'm going to give some examples where that couldn't be further from the truth. There are some blue collar men who make quite a bit of money. There are people who work in law enforcement, who get overtime and different things like that, who make a very good salary. But they're blue collar workers. And these are just men. These are the blue collar. Some of them are like the uniform type of guys. And then there's some other ones who do other types of blue collar work. Then there's also you, you also have the uh, there's, there's like plumbers, HVAC and different things like that. The reason why people are, are kind of push them off to the side sometimes is because they don't think that they may make a lot of money. However. Those are recession proof jobs. So if you have a plumbing issue in your house, the plumber is going to come. He's going to charge you a certain dollar amount and you're going to pay it. If it's the summertime and your AC goes out, you're going to call that HVAC tech up. He's going to fix it and you're going to pay it because you are not going to go through several days in the summer without an air conditioner working in your house. If the heat and vice versa in the wintertime, if your heat goes out, you're going to call that HVAC person and try and get that heat working again. And that's those type of jobs. There's there's on call they, the where they make a little bit more, but their salary is actually pretty very reasonable. They make a very reasonable salary, and some of them fall into that category, that eighty to one hundred thousand dollars, depending on how long they've been doing it. So excluding these men just because of the type of work they do, I think women might be making a mistake here. You might want to consider some of these guys because they do make quite they make more than what you think they make. 
just because they're a quote unquote blue collar worker. Like I did say, there's a lot of opportunities for them to make more than their just their base salary. Usually they have to work extra long, longer hours and they have to be compensated for such. So if that's the case, they tend to do a little bit better than what you think they do. I used to use a ONET book to help people find jobs a long time. Well, I won't say a long time ago, about maybe 10 years ago. And one of the things I would make them do in the exercise is look and see the job that you want. What is the bottom 10% earn? What is the, the average earning? And then what's the top 10% in the field earn? And how much and what's the, the job security? What's the growth rate of that job nationwide? And that's how they would pick and determine a career that they may want to go into. So some of these jobs fall into that category where they did very, they got high marks on all of those different areas. So I think women are making a mistake by excluding blue collar men. Part of the reason why that's happening, especially nowadays in modern society, is women tend to be attracted to men who make money through creative intelligence. And that is just someone coming up with an idea or concept that generates revenue and income. So it could be something as simple as a, an app on a phone that people use. It could be some type of a technology. It could be musical talent, you know, someone who's maybe a music producer, rapper, someone along those lines. That's considered creative intelligence. And so they get compensated for their level of creative intelligence. Well, not everyone is going to have that. Those are sort of select few who will be really good at those type of things. And they do a, you know, a masterful job at what they do, but there's only a handful of those types of, of guys. So the creative intelligence guy is going to be very rare, but he's also going to be very popular because women admire that. They admire someone who can come up with an idea or concept and generate revenue and income from that concept. So a lot of times when women are out in the dating market and they are searching and looking for, say, a, a long-term spouse or partner, they, they automatically will gravitate to creative intelligence over some of these blue-collar men, and I think they're making a mistake by doing that because they're leaving a big chunk of single of men who don't have children right off the table there. Now, with this female delusional calculator, well, let me go to this next point here before I get to that. Uh, it says women tend to be interested in marriage. They are looking for men who tend to be mature to make a lifetime, to life, lifetime commitment to them because if they have a high maturity level, they tend to make good fathers. But on the flip side of the coin, a lot of times, sometimes women will say if the person is mature and they're doing these, these important things that men are supposed to be doing, they consider it boring. So they're not necessarily excited by the life, but this is what sometimes they'll say they want, the maturity aspect. And if you've listened to this particular show, you know maturity is one of the four pillars of manhood, which we discussed on the very first episode. Maturity is one of those four. So... All of that coming with all of that uh, being the case, if you have the if you if a woman is looking for those type of uh, attributes, that's something that they need to put near the forefront and understand that it is very important to have a person to de develop those or have that quality, especially if they're looking to get married. Generally speaking, men and women are sort of looking for similar qualities in this, in that regard. You know, men you know men men are say that they'll look for a woman who's intelligent. And it's kind. Obviously, physical attraction tends to be near the top. But men also are looking for maturity out of the woman as well. And sense of humor also ranks up there as well. So they're all looking for they're all looking for some of the similar qualities on both sides. So there shouldn't be a really that big of a disconnect with the two finding what it is that they're looking for. 
but there is. Now, when it comes to a man who's making those salaries, let's say that six-figure salary and up, because here's what it, it says. I'm going to come back to it. It just says, women have a hard time finding or having a hard time securing these quote-unquote good men. And these are men, these are men who ch- make, check off all the boxes on what they're looking for or majority of the boxes of what they're looking for because they're unaware of what that man wants. But we're going to come back to that here in a second. But here it says, what women are looking for is a man who is good looking, a man who is mature, kind, respects them, and makes over $100,000 a year. That's generally what they're looking for. There's only 10% of the male population in the United States who even fit into that category. But that's what they're looking for. So what we're going to do now with this female delusional calculator is we're going to run, we're going to do a couple of scenarios on them. And I'm going to run some of the numbers just to show women how difficult it will be to secure these types of men. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't think this calculator is 100% accurate. I think it was probably, if I was to bet, I would lean towards maybe anywhere between 60 and 70% accurate which is still considered relatively good. It's not going to be a, a, a 100%, you know, with the algorithm and everything they use. I don't think it's, you know, 100% accurate. But it's just to use it as a metrics here. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the calculator here and I'm going to put in some numbers. I'm going to put marriable ages. I'm just going to go from roughly 25 to 50. I'm going all the way out to 50 because, you know, obviously men can get married. Remember, we said that that male financial crime is 45 to 55. So we're going to go from 25 to 50. I'm going to exclude married men. So we're taking married men out of the picture. I'm going to include all races. So it doesn't matter what race they are. And the minimum height is going to be six feet because a lot of women say they like men who are taller or six feet tall. And when we we said earlier that income that women tend to look for, excuse me, is 80,000 to 100,000 to be considered to have a respectful job. So I'm just going to put in the $80,000 number. I'm not even going to go up to 100,000. And I'm going to see what is the percentage or chances of a woman finding a man who fits that category. (laughs) The number is pretty low. It's about 1.3%. To find a man who would fit into that category. Now, I think the number might be slightly higher, but when I say slightly higher, I'm thinking maybe three or four percent, maybe five, somewhere around in there. But they're saying it's only about a 1.3 percent chance of finding a man who will fit into that category. So let's just make some changes here, and let's uh, come up with a different, a different, a different scenario. So now I'm going to keep the age the same. I'm going to lower the height. So I'm going to go down to 5'10". And I'm going to keep, I'm going to lower the salary down to, we're going to go down to about, let's see, $70,000. So we're going to go down to 5'10", $70,000, any color, doesn't matter what race they are. We're excluding, we're excluding married men. And we're going to exclude married. So I lowered the height 
and I lowered the salary. I dropped it down to $70,000. We're going to see what's available. Ah, it went up. It's right around 4%. So your chances of landing and securing a man in that category roughly is about a 4% chance. Again, I would say it's a little bit higher than that. When I say a little bit higher, I'm saying probably, uh, I would say it's probably maybe closer to 6 7%, maybe 8%. So I, I'm going to, well, what I'll do is I'll double their numbers. So if they say it's 4%, I'm going to say a woman has about an 8% chance, just giving, giving a woman the benefit of the doubt. Now I'm going to do one more search. And let's just say you want specifically, like some people are race neutral. So I mean race, they only want to date one specific race. So I'm going to pick black. And I'm going to keep the age the same. I'm going to even go down a little bit lower in height. I'm going to go down to five foot nine. And I'm going to go down in salary to about 60. Let's go to. Let's go to. $60,000. So I'm going to go to $60,000. Man between the ages of 25, 50, black, five foot nine minimum. We're excluding married people. Let's see what the number is. Wow. 0.8%. So just roughly a 1% chance. So what's going on and I have talked about it on the show before is that women are dating the same types of guys over and over again, because what they're looking for is not that common. It's very rare. And so a lot of women are chasing after a very small percentage of men. Now, like I said, I will double the delusional calculator. So if this is saying it's 0.8, I just go all the way up to 2%. So I'll double it and say women have roughly about a 2% chance of finding and securing a guy who is making uh, that, 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 that's those numbers that I put into the, the calculator and had to be at least five foot nine. So that, that's a good gauge to determine whether or not you have a, a relatively decent chance of finding what it is that you're looking for. So I didn't even put in, in the calculator, we didn't even really get into looks at all. But that's one of the qualities that women are looking for. They're looking for a man who's good looking. Which is kind of, and I'm not saying a woman should date an ugly man, but generally speaking, when it comes to looks, women are obviously the more attractive looking. So I didn't think it would matter as much. You know, I, I would think other things would matter more overlooks, but women nowadays are definitely looking for men who are a lot more attractive. So that is playing some part that is playing a role in cutting down on the types of men that they could meet. And obviously they talked about the maturity, the kindness and the six figures. So these are all the different things that we're coming up with when we're seeing some of these options. So if women are going to be exclusively trying to get this, what's on their list, they are going to have to find out what is it, what is it that these guys actually want? What are they looking for in these types of, in these types of uh, in women? The question becomes, does a, woman, does a woman who wants this, is she even in the, in the ballpark of, being able to get this type of a guy, you know, does she, you'll hear people say, does she qualify for this type of a guy? Does she even qualify for a man making over a hundred thousand dollars? Majority of men in the United States make between 40 and $50,000 a year. So is, does the woman is, is, does she have a chance 
to even get this guy? What are they looking for? What are, what do these type of men want? Well, generally, generally speaking, they're looking for an attractive woman. They're looking for a woman who is in decent shape. They're looking for a woman to sort of, you know, get with, get with them and what it is that they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish, meaning basically providing emotional support, instr- instrumental types of support. They're looking for these types of, these, these types of qualities. And some, some women are not, uh, are not meeting <laughs> the demand of what those guys want. Now, where it gets a little confusing is these types of guys will go out on dates with the, the women who may not fit into the category of what they want. And it confuses women because they think that if the guy went out on a date with them or if the guy is in a situationship with them, that that's the guy that they can get. That's their level. And that's not their level. That's not their level. Your level is the guy who you can get to commit to you in a long-term relationship, not the guy who will give you attention. And it's a very hard thing for sometimes for women to figure out that the attention that they're getting doesn't mean that that secures a long-term relationship with that person. Because it's just like anything else. If I, if I have say a rich kid and I give him something to play, you know, he give him something to play with. It's a nice toy. He'll play with it for a little bit. And then he wants a new toy. Well, that's sort of how some of these guys making this kind of money are going to look at you. They're going to look at you. Okay. We had some fun. Okay. Now it's time to find, a new toy. (laughs) So they'll basically go look for someone else, a different woman who, uh, you know, they'll, they'll do the same thing with, and it'll become a pattern. So if you don't meet the qualification of what these men are making, because they are the ones who are rare, majority of women are going after them. They're not, they're not going after those types of women that the majority of women are coming to them. So they don't even have to really, they don't even really have to, work all that hard to get female attention. So that definitely changes that that dynamic. They're the ones who are going to be be sought after, not the woman. And so it puts the woman at a disadvantage and it lowers her chances of ever securing the type of guy that she wants. When I was telling you about that female delusional calculator, that's online. You can look it up. Anyone can find it. If you just Google search it, you can pop it up. And I didn't want to use it in a sense to say women's chances are very small to get what they're looking for. I just wanted to point out certain things that, um, you know, when you have the salary and you have you put the salary in there, uh, looks, height and all these things, it makes it, it it makes the number get so small that you literally sort of price yourself out of the dating market completely. So that's what I was trying to get at when I was making that that. uh that little, I wanted to use that calculator for that. So one thing I will say this pertaining to these types of men or even men who make even less money than that, they're not all that sophisticated in what they want. Men tend to figure it out really relatively quickly if you're the type of woman that they want to be with in a long-term relationship with. And it doesn't take us long to make a commitment. We kind of do it relatively quickly. Like I said, majority of time, men know within side of a year, maybe a year and a half maximum. 
If not, if it hasn't been that long, then, you know, they, they, if it's been longer than that, rather, they usually are still not sure. And it usually doesn't take men that long. We tend to know relatively quickly if you're, quote unquote, the one. So women have to be a little bit more, a little bit more uh, understanding from, on, on, on it from that perspective. Now, one other thing I do want to cover is are women waiting too long to secure a good man? Well, there's going to be an episode. I have not recorded it yet, but there's going to be an episode when I'm going to say the decade of the 20s is the most important decade for a woman. I want to cover, you know, I cover the 20s a lot on this show, but I want to really, really focus it on women because I think women are, are blowing this decade. I think a majority of women are making the biggest mistakes in their 20s and it is having a long-term or even a lifetime uh, effect on their life forever when they're blowing this decade. There are many men, as you know, we talk about the female and male prime years, and we said the female prime years are 18 to 35. The male prime years are 28 to 45. And there are many women who are meeting men in their 20s. They're both being in their 20s when a woman is at her peak of her, her prime years, and the man has not entered his prime years yet. And what's going on is these men are not getting an opportunity to date these women anymore because of the internet, variety of different things, and our smartphones, we can do different things and meet different people that we never would have had contact with before. It's leaving these guys kind of behind in their 20s. So what's going on with that? When we're leaving them behind in their 20s, before they hit their prime years, these are marriable men who women, if you're smart, would secure these guys before they hit their physical prime years. And you're in your 20s when you're at the peak of your prime. But what happens is women get so much attention during this period, this decade, that they start to see that, hey, I can get, go with this guy or I can go with just a fun guy. I can go with the riskier guy. I can do all of these types of things. But they're missing that the guy that is good, that they could be in a long term relationship marriage, which should have children with, hasn't reached his peak yet. And we talked about how some men who are the quote unquote bad boys reach their peak earlier. They mature a little bit faster. The problem is, is once they get to their, their 30s, they tend to fall off of a cliff sometimes. Not in every situation, but a majority of times they tend to fall off of a cliff because they peaked way too early. Whereas the guy that you turned down when you were in your 20s is now in his physical prime in his 30s. He is in his physical prime and those choices that you had when you were in your 20s, he now has in his 30s. So if that woman gets into her 30s, it's going to be harder to secure that guy. It's not impossible. There are many women who have gotten married in their 30s to men who are maybe just a few years older than them. It happens all the time. I'm saying you're making it a lot harder the longer you wait because you're going to be competing with a bigger pool of women because the, the, the man's physical prime, also his finances are going up, especially if he took care of business in the decade of the 20s. So his finances are starting to 
you know, pay dividends. He's starting to make a little bit more money. He's at the peak of his attractiveness. The peak of his attractiveness. We said before, muscle maturity is roughly between the ages of 30 and 35. Men tend to be the most attractive looking between the ages of 34 and 37. Those, those three years are, are when they're most attractive physically. And so because of that, they're going to get a lot of attention. They're going to get a lot of attention from uh, female suitors. And you're going to be competing, trying to get that guy that you turned down in your 20s. And it may be too late, especially if you, you know, already have a family, you know, have children. It could be a lot harder to secure a guy like that. So your chances get smaller and smaller. So what I recommend, well, I, I won't even say it's a recommendation, but I'll just say women might have a better chance of getting what they're looking for, security in their marriage and finding someone who's maybe not making, say, $100,000 a year, but making $50,000 a year because he hasn't even reached his financial prime yet. He hasn't even gotten close to it. And as he gets older, he'll probably get to that number. But you have to be willing to work with him as he goes through his financial journey. So if women kind of can secure a, a decent man in their 20s, even in their 30s, they still have chances. I'm not saying that you don't. It's just... If you can do it in your 20s, while you're, I'll say this, while you're in your prime years, that is your highest potential chance of securing a long-term marriage relationship with a good man. That's your best chance. When you start getting older and older, it's going to be harder and harder. So because he might, a lot of good guys would be off the market. With that female delusional calculator, if I was to put married men in there, the number does go up, but it doesn't go up by a whole lot. But it does go up. So that's something to take into consideration. All right, we're going to wrap up. I just wanted to say thank you to the audience for continuing to listen. We are, I, I keep saying that we are doing video. We did do one video for one particular episode, and that was the one called The Rise of the Single Lonely Man. I tried it out just to see how it works. It does work. I'm going to have a guest one time where we're going to use the video coming up here soon, but I just want to see how it would play out and how it worked. It does work. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm glad it worked and it's something that I can use in here in the future. And it's really good for doing interviews, the software that I use. So we're going to just go ahead and run with it from there and we'll see what happens. So I, all I want to do is again, say thank you to continue to listen. I appreciate all the love and support. Go on to the website, leave your email address so you can find out in advance what the next show is going to be about. And with that being said, I am out.